Welcome to my new podcast setup covering audiometry about society, startups, and the people behind the startups. This episode is covering society. I dialed in Babs, one of my good, very good friends from the UK diaspora, from one of the uh, local uh, football clubs, Passwords Football Club that I play with every weekend. I hope you enjoyed some of the range of conversation that we've had today, especially covering the COVID-19 uh, pandemic right now and the effect uh, on him, his family, uh, sports, and also the effect, obviously, on the Nigerian society. Thank you. Hey, Babs. Hey, Sharon. What's up? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I thought it was actually a video one, you know. No, it's audio. Oh, okay. Thanks for. Are you are you keeping are you keeping up? Uh, I'm I'm hanging in there, keeping yeah. busy. On Stay, time, so. staying safe. Yeah, man, I'm staying safe, and I'm partly used to working from home. Uh, sometimes anyway, so it wasn't that much of a huge transition for me. Easy peasy for you then. Yeah, but <laughs> needs to keep the uh the company afloat. So now yeah. that challenge now and then you know paying staff's wages so yeah. you know but hey we'll survive somehow we'll get, there, we'll get there yeah okay so i thought you know I've, I've actually wanted to do uh some new segment for like a while especially um to do with like slightly featuring more nigerian theme to a certain degree um yeah. and then part of it was i'm, I'm I'm going to be uh, featuring more of these kind of like the startups doing interesting stuff in Nigeria. Um, but then obviously we're where we are right now with the pandemic. So I thought actually, you know what, this would be a good time just to get up and running um, mm-hmm. rather than waiting. Um, eventually, I, I wish to get to those stage where I can talk to some of those startup founders that are doing stuff down there in Nigeria to actually help assist one another. But yeah. either way, we need to start from where we're at right now. And of, of course, I've always wanted to get you on the podcast. So it's yeah, like a perfect time. I reckon that's probably our thought. You know, if I ask him now, you're probably more likely to say yes than previously when he's always finding a way to wiggle out. I've been avoiding it for a while now. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'm gonna. I'm just going to jump straight into it because I, I have a lot of things that I want to get your views on. So really? let's get started. Yep. Uh, how, long, how long have we got to do this then? <laughs> about half an hour. Wow. So let's, uh, let's, let's, let's go. Okay. Okay. So my first, let's start with the obvious. You know, how, how is the coronavirus affecting you and your family? Well, we are where we are. It's a pandemic and um, everyone's just trying to stay indoors, stay safe, avoid um, a, a large crowds, just, you know. But having said that, you know, I've had to sort of stay indoors because I think I might have had two or three of the symptoms earlier on about two weeks ago or so. Yeah. So I basically had to stay indoors and just just basically rest, taking a lot of fluids, 
Uh, I think I started with ibuprofen and paracetamol at the time. So I felt it worked for me, you know, I felt better because when I was like two, two or three weeks before, the, uh, two or three weeks ago, um, when we were still, everyone still had to go into work. Uh, that was when the, the symptoms started. I started coughing and my boss was looked, <laughs> she literally looked at me funny, like, dude, are you okay? <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. But I kind of thought, you know what, let me, let me take a preventive measure and just stay at home. And coincidentally, the night I decided to work from home was when I got the temperature. I was like, okay, smart decision. So, oh. but generally speaking, you know, we are where we are. It's everyone's just not sure. The uncertainty about how long this is gonna go on for, um, what what's in place for certain type of um, um people that are working like self-employed and all that sort of stuff. You know, I'm I'm sort of like a contractor, and my contract literally ended. <laughs> on March 31st. So, you know, I know it's going to be almost difficult to get another gig, but, you know, we're hopeful. We're plowing along we're, and we'll see how things go. Um, yeah. yeah, so um, I'm able to see my girl, uh, call my girls by video call because um, obviously for obvious reasons, I can't, I can't see them because, you know, I'm being, I'm just taking a precaution. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're fine. Everyone's good. Um, by, by your girls, you mean your, your children? Yes, my daughters. Okay, cool. Um, um, sorry. Well, over time now, I think I've, I've gotten a much better. I don't feel like I have the symptoms anymore. Um, I'm doing a bit of, I'm being a bit naughty by taking, well, not naughty because I do have to take walks. Yeah. Also, I get some fresh air. Uh, most of the time, I'm I'm indoors watching one TV series or playing uh, Pro Evolution Soccer with uh, boys generally. Um, yeah, and you know, we've just I think we've just everyone's just basically adjusting to what's on ground, really. Nice. So, yeah. just, just for the benefit of of our listeners, so we are recording. Obviously, we're both. Uh, in the UK, so we're recording in the UK, um, and Babs uh, is one of the uh, PFC members, uh, Parcels for Work Club members that we're both part of. Yeah. So moving on to to the other question, I'm curious about then. You know, what has surprised you most about this COVID nineteen pandemic? Me, yeah, I hardly get surprised. You know, I just go. Nothing surprises me these days because. People will act whichever way they want to act. In in the wake of this uh, pandemic, you you get people being rebellious and still going out and not go, go going by government um, government instructions. Advice. Stay at home. Government advice to stay at home. Social distance. Self isolate if you've got symptoms. People will just try and. Well, generally speaking, from what I've seen out there. Obviously, there are a lot of people staying indoors and not they're doing what they need to do to keep themselves safe. Yeah. Um, so um, I'm, I'm, I'm ex I expect that, you know, because I mean, we're in, a, we're in a country where, you know, laws are um, 
rules are generally generally being followed. Yeah. So yeah, but you have the odd people that would. Do, do, I mean, do, do you know of people that have passed away as a result of the virus? Not at all. Okay. But my sister, she works for a hospital and she she called me, was it yesterday? And she said she literally cleans up dead bodies every day. But the majority of the people are older, are old, the older generation. My goodness. So I mean, she does tell me these things. So I know that people are it's the, it's real out there, and people are actually dying from the virus. But personally, on a one-to-one level, I have not met anyone who has died from it. Wow. So I can today. I find that that my younger brother's girlfriends, uh, two of the two of their my younger brother's girlfriends. Uh, dad's friends have yeah. passed away, like in the past 48 hours. As a oh my god! So um, that, but that kind of like, are these are these these are like over 60s, right? Um, I I I would need to to, to check their age, but definitely you know they they're not young, so they definitely like like grown up, like you know more likely 50s, 60s. Thereabouts. Yeah, it's the general thing. What people, what everyone's saying is, um, it, it it attacks. Well, it's more people with um, underlying health conditions and that are older tend to tr- not to survive it. Yeah. So I mean, and although they we do have people that are like underage, like eighteen year olds. I think I was watching BBC the other day, and it's like an eighteen year old girl with uh, no medical, no health history, no health condition history. She just literally passed away within 48 hours of um, getting infected. So, I mean, it's crazy. It's all about, well, it's all about, I don't know. It's just, if you're unlucky, I guess, or if you just, I don't know. That's 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 a very massive luck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it has to do with your immune system how how well it fights it um which is why everyone's just jumping on the fact that eat a lot of fruits drink lemon lime all that combi- the combination of ginger honey you know just to boost your immune system and hope for the best and you know <laughs> that, yeah, yeah so yeah um i mean it- this we we've all probably this is the most craziest thing that has happened to everyone across the world in our lifetime. Uh, yeah. I'm wondering what what do you think the long term effects of this virus is going to be on oh, on, on our society? I have absolutely no idea. All I know is the world as we know it has changed, and you know just brace, basically brace yourself for whatever that may come going forward. Wow. I, I couldn't tell you what, what this impact would mean in the future months or years. <laughs> what, what, Only... what do you think you, you said, you know, uh, what you know is that, you know, the world has changed. Like, what do you think, what are some of those things that have changed that you've observed? I mean, the fact this, this whole pandemic thing as, made people see things 
in a different light. I was talking to someone the other day because there's so many conspiracy theories out there mm. about how this virus came about. I'm hearing, um, I'm hearing things along the line of okay, yeah, it's from a bat in Wuhan in China, which was the original story we had. Yeah. Now I heard, I heard um, there's something about five G. I'm like what you know science yeah you know <laughs> you you really don't know what i really couldn't tell you man i just i try not to listen to the news too much because there's a lot of garbage out there yeah so yeah so i just ignore which is why a lot of whatsapp group messages i i just make sure my picture thing on there i it constantly deletes all the garbage. I don't even care if it's real news <laughs> or fake news. It just deletes it completely. I don't. I'm not interested. Yeah, it's very easy yeah. to you know to fill your 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 mind up with so many stuff like you know, and it's not easy to uh, to dissect what's real, what's what's false, what's true, you know, what's yeah. not. Yeah. I mean, what so, personally, what, what some of the changes I think we're likely to see is, and, and I, I noticed this in myself, uh, I think it was yesterday or two days ago, I, I really go out, but I, I had to go to the shop to get some milk and, and, yeah. and yam. And as I, I realized as I got to the traffic light, I couldn't touch the button. Like I was terrified of, 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 of oh, pressing the button. And all that. Yeah. yeah people being of what they put uh put their hands on and cautious about washing their hands exactly. all the time exactly that's all i i had to, i just looked left and right you know luckily enough you know there's less cars on the road than i crossed i just know i was going to touch that and then i was listening to uh to to something on on a podcast and yeah. someone mentioned some a couple of things that i jumped at me or actually maybe i read it on twitter and i actually realized you know what this is so true um yeah i'm i'm perfectly biased i think obviously physical activity is going to be really important but even above yeah. all of that i think uh voice control systems are going to be like so important like things that you can just speak technology side of exactly things. or gesture like i was thinking you know i got to the travel like isn't there a way like i can do some kind of like universal gesture that would do to signal that oh there's yeah. someone waiting here or something like that rather than you actually physically touch that because everyone's going to be conscious about touching now. And I can see those kind of stuff having to fight. Maybe they were like two, three years uh, far away. But now we have to like in the next 12 to six months, it has to be somehow fast track. Some of those integrations. Yeah. Because yeah. people, you know, the other thing is like, you know. Are you sure China doesn't even have that sort of technology yet? Oh, I'm, I'm, I have no doubt they have a lot of, uh, a lot of those, yeah. uh, some of those China- stuff. Well, well advanced when it comes to. I mean, in a, in a way, we we already have some of those. So you just not widely used or commonly used. So, for example, yeah. you know, most people have Alexa, for example, or yeah. Google Homes. Those kind of stuff. I think yeah. they're only going yeah. to be on the rise. And you know, some people have always worried about you know their privacy and stuff. But I think at this rate, some of those stuff you just have to put them on the side because you're terrified of touching stuff because you don't know. We're fighting virus that you know you can't see it. True, 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 true. We'll see. I, I'm. I think in a way, I'm. I'm. You know, I want those things to come as soon as possible, so our life can. You know, some of us can adjust. And actually, I'm fearful because 
even if for myself, I was I was thinking twice before I, I wasn't even motivated to, to step outside. And I'm thinking, wow, yeah. after like if we do this for like two, three months, some people are gonna be terrified of leaving the front door. Like <laughs> I, I genuinely think so. and I have to say to myself, come on, don't get in, yourself into this. You need to go at least go for a walk. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so uh, uh, changing the sub uh, brief the subject briefly towards I mean still the same thing, but uh, towards more stuff that we're both sort of like used to, like sports. Yeah. Um, what yeah. do you think? You know, that some of the impacts of COVID nineteen will be on sports and especially football, and and it could also be some of the other things that you've been starting noticing in the world of sports, like in terms of the impact. Obviously, the whole um sports they definitely come introduce playing football in without uh fans how do, how do they make their money because you can't let large gatherings into a place yeah. because it might spread the virus that sort of thing so i really don't know you know i just, honestly don't know what's gonna happen unless it's just uh, it's scary <laughs> it's, it's actually worrying if you really think about it because um you know what we do on every Saturday, like what we do at PFC, like we go we'll gather, we we'll play football, we we'll, we'll do refreshments afterwards, then we go home or we'll go to a, a restaurant again to catch up on the three o'clock or the five o'clock uh, football. You know, it's the weekend is just dead now. So, oh my god, I can't. <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm just worried. About what is going? What's what's coming next? Yeah, in terms of sports. And I kind of feel sorry for um, Liverpool, you know, because um, there's this talk about <laughs> they might have to cancel the league now yeah. uh, and start afresh when the whole corona thing clears, if it clears. It's looking more and more so, like it. Yeah, but because I think they they cancelled the national league. If I saw, I think I saw it somewhere. Yeah, some some like, a, a lot of the like conference, uh, some of the lower just below. I don't know if either below conference league or I know some of the Sunday yeah. league and stuff. They've cancelled seasons. Saturday leagues, yeah. I know they've cancelled some seasons. So it mm-hmm. looks like he's working their way up. Like kind of like, oh, we're going to restart. You know, or, or ending yeah. that. We're not even talking. So we talk about events. Oh, events. You know, uh, a lot of them. Wimbledon is gone, like to next year now. Yeah. Olympics next year. A lot of the festivals yeah. next year, and these are stuff that happening like June, July, August, and September. Cancelled. Like social events that like brings people together, you know, under one roof to enjoy what they a sport or a, an artist they love or things like that you know you're basically going to be it's all going to be youtube now and it's what whatever content is on youtube that they've done in the past that's all you're able to watch yeah but how where do they get the new content what happens how do they you can't you you can't be you have to social distance how do they make music videos it's it's just i uh, I, i'm starting to see a pattern based on again from like obvious patterns and based on things that I'm finding out from, you know, people that are very, very high up, like, you know, listening to certain interviews, like there's some shows that you can turn into, you can hear certain things. And also like just being a techie person, 
Like I, I yeah. think this, this. I mean, if you're also thinking of solution, there's, there's a high probability, it's probable, and it's not impossible yeah. that, um, as this new season reopens, there might be situations whereby you know, you, you have some kind of like um, ident- identification of being, I being able to identify whether you've had you, you've had a virus, or or if you're immune, if you're now immune to, or some way, or if you, if you, hopefully, if there's vaccine soon, uh, if you, uh, if you've had it vaccine, means you know you're not infectious. Basically, some kind of way of like allowing only certain people to stadium because they know that oh, you're 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 healthy to be in that environment. You're not likely to uh, mm-hmm. catch something or to spread stuff. I think we might yeah. we you know that's an option. I don't yeah. think is is wide off the mark right now. Like, you know, you could easily say, let's say, let's take uh, football, for example. They might say, okay, instead of allowing, I don't know, 50,000 people in the stadium, we're going to allow 10 to 20,000 people. And then you should space out. And then also we're only going to allow certain people to have, you know, maybe as you yeah. get into the stadium, you so get you get some kind of injection. What happens in that case? How do... How do clubs make them money? The economies. I mean, of... they'll make money. You just like it will be like a gradual yeah. process. So, so like uh, I, again, like I'm saying, like you know, let's say they'll be as you get into the stadium, you have to have some kind of like maybe they might use that as a way of like uh, rolling out vaccine. Like so, okay. you if yeah. you if you're vaccinated and then it's like, yep, you're you're good to go. And then if you want to come to the next match, if you've already been vaccinated, you're good. So. They were kind of like roll again. I don't know. I'm just kind of saying. I'm trying to observe some of the things that are out there and then how this is likely to work. Again, I'm not that I'm advocating for vaccination, but I'm just being, being like you know, being say the, saying the obvious stuff. Like people are terrified right yeah. now. Like you know, even just going to the shop. Like you know, people kind of <laughs> look at everyone's looking at everyone funny or going to Tesco. Yeah. Or, so it's even in tasty the African shop. In the African shop, I I had to get a drive there to go and uh, pick up some food and you know taste mm-hmm. won't allow more than four people at a time and yeah, then they were spaced yeah. out in between so if if that's happening at a tasty so you can imagine big events yeah i agree with you Sean. mine <laughs> okay so now now uh, we're getting there uh now to the to the more int- even more interesting question for you you know how how do you think Nigeria should be, you know, handling the COVID pandemic, uh, COVID nineteen pandemic right now? Well, I know social distancing and self isolation is not something that will work in Nigeria, because the 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 population of the Nigerian the country in Nigeria then um, is poverty level is so low. That's sorry, it's high. So the people that can't afford basic meals and you're telling them to stay in their house and you're not providing adequate, I'm not saying they're not providing, but they're not providing adequate uh, provision for them. Hmm. So, I mean, that, that self-isolating and social distancing is just a pointless. It's an European thing. It's not an Africa, it's not a Nigerian thing. It doesn't make any sense. What, what does the Nigerian way of handling it look like? 
Chion would be a rich man if I knew. <laughs> so, but it's just I don't know the God. It's just the it's just the complete. You know me. I you know my old. If you knew my view about that, please. Uh, hmm. You 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 won't ask me the question. <laughs> I mean, you never know. You might you know might have an incredible solution. I I mean, personally, I I think a lot of it is down to the lack of the 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 pain points of the lack of infrastructure that we we don't have is not starting to show. Yep, lack of proper hosp- healthcare uh, hospitals and all that. Yep. Okay. Um. So I get okay. Maybe uh, my the next obvious question I think I should probably ask is then what do you think is obviously now that we the pandemic and everything that we've been seeing in Nigeria scientists you know we've seen on social media, what do you think is obviously broken with Nigeria as a society? You you it's, it's like it's martial law out there in Nigeria now. You see the military flogging civilians that are trying to get their hustle on they just don't have a choice they need to eat they need to survive but they just have to go out to do this you see them uh, military men beating people up and down the whole place and it's just it's completely it's, it's completely wrong you know it's it, that that's like i said it they, there's no adequate provision for the citizens in the wake of this crisis, this pandemic, this thing, there's none. Everyone is just trying, you know, providing, you're, you're, you're bringing a truckload of foodstuff and you're trying to curb a virus. And yet you say that you're saying they should social distance and if you're seeing them in large crowd, there's, there's so much chaos when they're distributing the food and everything. And people are like literally at each other's faces. Mm. I mean, it's just a complete mess, man. Trust me. Yeah. I mean, I really, I really worry a lot in terms of. I feel like Nigeria is where we are, like two, three weeks ago, and then, then you know, it was still calm. I was even still, I still drove almost like three, four times back and forth between London and Birmingham, like for my, you know, my work, and it wasn't, you know, yeah. like there was, in fact, there was hardly any any death or anything like as of then. Like now, like yes, it was like over 500 just on one day or something. And I'm thinking, you know, and then obviously we had it soon after we had a lockdown. I'm thinking Nigeria, like, you know, even though there's a lockdown, it's it's, the way people are still mixing, especially, you know, with the whole food distribution. It's just, I'm terrified of what that could look like, you know, in a month's time over there. Let's just hope and pray for the best. Fingers crossed. Which is a very terrible way of, of doing it, but well, I think somehow, hopefully, if there's a way, if if there's anyone that's willing in diaspora to step up and create channels or rally the diaspora and community mm-hmm. to, you know, come up with some ways that we can actually reduce the pain, that is likely yeah. that might be something you know worthwhile doing. Um, it, so, it meant to that anyone listening to this, you know, if this is something that you, you're calling that you want to push for. This is this would be a good time to do it. This is my way of at least you know getting having conversation with people in diaspora and seeing you know where this yeah. can go uh, and spreading the word to people. Um, yeah. So, just a few more questions now. Um, what you know where where would you um, how would I put this? 
where would we be in six months from now? <laughs> if, you, if you were to try and anticipate what's likely, knowing what you know now, let's say, okay, maybe the situation right now get worse than twice, double what we have now. So in six months' time, what's that, what's that, what's our world likely to look like? Hmm. Hell. Hell. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be chaotic, man. Trust me, man. It's it's. I think it's uh, my personal opinion. I mean, we're in a we're in a developed country, so it might be managed a bit more, a better. But you know, other other places might just see a complete. You know, like those zombie movies where there's like <laughs> people fighting for food, oh my <laughs> rationing things. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It's it, it's unclear. It's really unclear. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I just pray for the best. That's just. Let's just see this. Let's just hope this this passes on. This passes over. Mm. You know, everyone's able to do go back their normal lives and go about their business. You know. Yeah. But obviously, within few with a few minor, major or minor. Um, adjustments, yeah. Let's just hope for the best, okay. So, what is what is currently keeping you up at night time right now? TV series and video games, <laughs> brilliant. That's what TV series are you have you been getting into lately? Um, which, um, I watch, um, what's the strike back. Right. Yes, yes. Um, um, Homeland is back, so I'm on that now. Okay. Um, I haven't heard of Strike Back. I might check that out. It's it's one of those low budget ones that I just caught my eye. I just like it. Nice, nice. The money heist, and um, I think I'm sick of Netflix. If I'm honest, I'm, <laughs> it's everything. <laughs> it's all very like the recycling movies I've seen, and I'm having to watch uh, Ocean's Eleven again. Wow, that's classic. Yeah, they're then, classic, you know, but... if if they if they if what's if Boris Johnson's letter is true, that they like we're likely still going to be on lockdown to uh, end of May or start of June, then I think you might have to somehow find a way to fall in love with Netflix or find something else to fall in love with. No, you know how these books are. That that you have movies on, that they load movies on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So my my final and int- I think this interesting question. Uh, this question is interesting. Um, what did your parents teach you that stopped with you that will be useful right now to you? Survive. <laughs> pray. Survive and pray. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Pray for the best. Hope for the best. <laughs> oh, Joe, you're killing me. Oh my god. Survive, pray, and hope for the best. Brilliant. <laughs> Let's hope also. Lots of prayers, man. Oh, Lots of prayers. It's, wow. It's, it's just it's mad. But hey, we are where we uh, are. This is definitely been really interesting, like to get your view on this. Um, I think it's a lot. To, thank you, have uh, thanks for having finally. Although I've been dodging it for a very long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's unfortunate that we're having to do this under the circumstances, but this is the world yeah, we're living right now.
and yep. we love us have yep. to adjust to it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Babs. Thank you. I hope. Yeah, hopefully, we'll see face to face. Yeah, <laughs> some well, point. For now, let, let's keep it to FaceTime. What type of video or have party? That video and all. <laughs> nice one, show. All right. Bye. Cheers. <laughs>